Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm really, really excited today to be talking to a Texan author because he's a fellow Texan. His name is Luis Prieto, and he's written book series and collection of poetry, but all in all, he did it in such a short amount of time, and I'm so fascinated by these books. Hi, Luis. How are you today? I am doing good. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here, especially you're in Texas, too. I'm always so fascinated. I so I know. There's a lot of creators in Texas. I've met a lot of them. It's, it's pretty insane. You know, they're, they're everywhere. Because we're amazing. I mean, that's oh, yeah. all I have to say. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to dive into your book. Yeah, your, your series are, the three book series are all out. Mm-hmm. And the first one is called Hermanos. Can you... Tell me what it's about. So Edmanos is the story of three brothers, Jorge, Sebastian, and Abel. And it picks up a year after the death of their mother. And we're kind of just like following them through life and, you know, through their trials and tribulations and such. Seeing how they're developing in the wake of such a big loss. Are they pretty stretched out in age or? There's a big gap between the oldest brother, which is Jorge. He's 21. And then Sebastian is 13 and Abel is 10. Jorge is, you know, the guardian. He's, he's old enough. Right. There's a pretty big age gap there and then a smaller one between the younger brothers. How was it writing each character there since they're so different in their in their life, like the stage in their life of having to deal with the death? It was difficult to get like a good read on all the characters, especially the younger one, Abel. It, it's like trying to put yourself back into that childhood kind of mind space, you know? Mm-hmm. It's difficult, like, because you don't want to write a kid that sounds super, like, precocious. I don't know. You don't want to write pretentiously. It's hard to to not write a child where it comes off pretentious. With Edmonos, especially because each chapter is from, like, one of their POVs. Oh, okay. Yeah. POVs around. We, we jump around. And, yeah, I don't know. Abel was the one I was stressing over because I was like, oh, man, this is hard. <laughs> Writing as a child <laughs> is difficult. But then you followed up Hermanos with... Tenoch and his brothers. How is that relating to to the first book? So towards the end of the first book, and this isn't like a spoiler or nothing, but towards the end of the first book, we find out that that they have another half-brother that they've never met. Oh, okay. And then so the sequel is a couple years later. We're we're in Tenoch's point of view now. We're like exploring him meeting his brothers and stuff. So that's where that one kind of comes in from and picks up on. Did you always want it to set it up that way, making it a bit of a series or having another brother come in a picture? Not till to- I was like almost done writing Edmonos because I planned Edmonos to be like a standalone, you know, mm-hmm. and I just kept thinking about the characters and being like, I can do more, you know, I can. I And then I got the idea of the other brother and I was like, oh, that'll be like a cool dynamic to explore and uh, you know it just went off from there (laughs) was it harder to write the second book or anything like that because you've already explored so much in the first book of how they dealt with the death of their mother their 
inner child or whatnot. How was it writing the second book? I actually thought the second one was a little bit easier. I, just because, like, I had established the original three characters. You know, they were pretty, like, set in stone. Solid, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just just the idea of getting to explore them from a new angle. To me, I was like, oh, that that's, like, interesting and fun, you know? Because it is their half-brother. They didn't share a mom with this, uh, with the notch. You know, they just shared a dad. You get, like, a whole new perspective on them that I thought was was really fun to write. I had a blast writing the second one. I love hearing writers say they had a fun time writing. Mm. I thought that's so, so amazing because you see your passion coming out, mm. absolutely. Before we shift to your third book, can I ask, mm. how did this come about? How did you... How did you decide to approach a really heavy subject, though? The type of books that I liked reading, you know, I, I think to stuff like The House on Mango Street or like there's, a good book. <laughs> oh, a good there's this one by an author named Justin Torres called We the Animals. That was one that I, I loved reading. And I don't know, I've always had like a weird family dynamic, you know, with siblings and, you know, father stuff. So it's like ingrained in me, this kind of enjoyment of like family drama I guess you could say you know right. or like exploring like family issues so that's what kind of pushed me to be like well I'm gonna write this book and if it turns out kind of dark so be it you know but uh, <laughs> I don't know I think it's a remarkably uncynical book for you know how I ended up like approaching it and stuff <laughs> It turned out way less cynical than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that you said the words remarkably uncynical work. That's such a quotable moment. I, I love yeah. it. That's amazing. <laughs> it's because it's like me. I mean, I, I thought the book was going to be way more. I don't Doctor know. I just, instead. Yeah, yeah, it turned out very sweet. It turned out much sweeter than I would have thought it, it would have been. I love that, actually. I like that there's a balance between mm -hmm. like the heavy subject, but there's like hopeful moments. So those are the type of books we strive for. Absolutely. Because it gives us all the emotions. But yeah. then you shifted to a third book. Was that planned? How, how was that? The, the third one was planned. There's some pretty crazy stuff that happens in the second one that I knew needed a third book to like bring it all together you know so the third one I did figure once I had started the second I was like there's there's gonna be a third there's, there and, needs to be another <laughs> yeah I don't know I just I guess I had more to say with these characters and I thought I did starting it out you know I like getting every single angle of it and stuff and I get real interested in watching these characters grow up and develop there's you know time gaps between some of the books like it's I don't know it, I just find it real interesting to explore does that mean you're done oh i know no. you just did your third <laughs> book this past january it was only published recently mm -hmm. but i'm glad that that you want to keep going with it because oh, just yeah. from what you told me so far i'm already invested and i haven't <laughs> read it yet so this is yeah. this is great this train isn't stopping yet i've uh i've been working on the fourth one and a bunch of other little projects and stuff and i have even more planned i have I'm good at planning ahead, you know, like I, <laughs> I have like plans for stuff that's like just like a twinkle in my eye right now. I, I don't know how much I want to get into it because I, I don't like talking too much about projects that are like so far away. Kind of in the works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot of stuff going on in my head, planning ahead for it. We're stuff. OK with that. Yeah. <laughs> as, as the readers and audience, we're OK with that because we want to see you offer so much more. But I have to admit, though, your books were being published really close together. Because within, what, uh, 
seven, eight month time span, you publish the whole series, which is three books, and then you kind of insert in a book of poetry. So it's, you've been a busy, busy person this last year and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> luckily, luckily, the timeline isn't as crunched as it may appear. Ed Monos was actually written in 2020. And it was originally published on Wattpad. I had had it up on oh, Wattpad. Oh, okay. Because it was easy. You know, Wattpad's easy. You just kind of throw right. stuff out there. I just had like a friend reading it. You know, like it was like... <laughs> the Nochenes Brothers had a very rough development. I wrote half of it in 2021. And then I kind of had to tuck it away for a while. It was a little too personal. I had too much like personal problems going on that were also, you know, kind of dealt with in the book. So I was like, I can't work on this now. I took off like maybe like a year from it, came back in 2020, oh. sped through the last half. Well, not sped through, but you know, like it's not rushed, but like I, right. I did it really fast. And then fall 2022 to, to January 2023, I, I wrote Gandhi's. <laughs> like that, that one I did okay on. I didn't have to take breaks that much or anything. So can we talk a little bit about the poetry book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, Tell I don't me mean more to, about know. that. <laughs> yeah. The poetry book is a, I published it in December, December 2022. I was having a rough December and I was like, I want to make something. And I had all this poetry like in a couple different places. I'd done like readings on TikTok. I had some posted on Instagram. And, you know, I was like, I'm going to collect all my poetry because I want to make something. Gandhi's was still in the oven, you know. So I was like, I'm going to I'm going to make something. And and I put together all my my poems and a couple pictures from around the time they had been written, you know, just like family stuff. Just, you know, a lot of pictures of my cat, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> and I just I, I put them all together. I don't know. I, I wanted to make something I like. I was proud of my poetry, but I hadn't ever thought about collecting it. I, I collected it and I'm really proud of that little book. It's, it's kind of a small book. When I do my second poetry collection, I'm planning to go like bigger and stuff you know but I for love now, that. it's just a thin little book <laughs> is there one preference over the other as far as writing series versus poetry or it just um, depends yeah it depends poetry is difficult for me sometimes because I I only try writing it when I'm feeling it I don't try to force myself to write poetry because I think forced poetry never turns out good I think it's better when it's coming naturally so that's only done like once in a blue moon sometimes I'll have a burst where I have ideas for like four poems and I I kind of you know write them out a bit but most of the time, like, there'll be big breaks in between me writing poetry. Series, I, I have fun writing, <laughs> like, series is, like, I, I can, I can kind of force myself to do, to do, like, a chapter and fix it later. But poetry, I, I don't like forcing it, you know, like, I right. try to, try to let that one come more naturally. All right, gotcha. So how has it been since you published your books? It's been like, on a personal level, it's been great because I'm, I'm really proud of them. I just feel so fulfilled knowing that I did what I wanted to do since I was a child, which is write books. It's, it's really fulfilling from that end. You know, financially, it, it can be tough sometimes, like get marketing, you know, and then stuff like that, getting your name out there, getting your book out there. It, it can be difficult. It's such a crowded room. You're trying to stand out. It's not easy. It's a push and pull type thing where... On one hand, I'm so fulfilled and like I just feel so energized when I write and, and publish things. And on the other end, like it's like it can be a little like, I guess you could say humbling that when you're trying to get a start, you know, and like start right. out and stuff. It, it could be hard, but 
I don't know. Mostly I'm happy, I would say. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I would say almost every single author have said the marketing part has been the worst part out of all this, this whole entire journey. You know, I always thought that it was the writing part that could be the hardest, but everyone's like, nope. You know, yeah. the fun part is the writing and all that good stuff, but the marketing has been the worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah so this is very hard and kind of soul crushing, you know, when you like, <laughs> like to, to put it out there. I, I do a lot of marketing. I get a lot of successful marketing from TikTok. That's where people show the most interest, which is very interesting to me. Yeah. Because like when you do it on something like Twitter or Instagram, it can be kind of hard to break out of the writing community circle because you don't want to fumble the other right. writers. You want to promo to non-writers, you know, and readers. And uh, TikTok, I think, is the one where I get the most interactions with readers and not just other writers, you know. So it's, it's very interesting, but I mean, it's hard. <laughs> you know, it's still difficult. You're making us want to do TikTok again and again. It, it's so scary to do something like that to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just not very good at things like that or doing oh, video yeah. stuff. I think that's why I like Instagram because they're just... Mm -hmm fun pretty pictures <laughs> yeah. well I, I i like instagram a lot and i have a lot of fun on there when i get to interact with like other writers and stuff that's my mm -hmm. preferred platform i'd say but yeah tiktok's difficult i mean i wrote these books on my phone i make the ads on my phone like it, it's it's really weird like just doing everything from my phone because it's just like i don't know it's, it's just odd for me i'm over there like on pic collage and like in shot like putting together ads and stuff and it's like i feel so unprofessional but it works for tiktok at least <laughs> i love it i love that you are willing to do all these things besides just churning out books after books because it's part of the game i guess so what else can you tell me about you being as an author? You know, it's it's funny because as a child, I wanted to be a writer. I, I always said that I loved writing stories for like, you know, school whenever we would do them. And then like when I was a teenager, it kind of started shifting to like, oh, like I should go like make movies. I should do this or that, you know. But then once I was past like high school, I think I realized that I really do tend to love writing. I, I think that's my my little area where I feel so in control and so like happy, you know, like, and I love writing. It was weird because it, it was like a dream I came back to, you know, like I had started, I, I drifted away from it and I just circled back around to writing books. I stuff. like how you said that. This is why you guys are writers. You guys <laughs> are so clever with words and thought process and through all this, this is so cool. <laughs> is there, I, I know, I know it sucks to ask you this, is there a preference one over another of the of your books? Do you have a favorite one? I, I know do. you shouldn't choose a favorite, but you know. <laughs> oh no, I choose favorites. My favorite is it's for sure my my second book, The Notion is Brother. I just love how that one turned out. It, it was everything I wanted it to be, I would say. What I planned in it, you know, and I'm not that's not, let me be clear, that's not me saying it's perfect or nothing, but <laughs> it, what I set out to do with it, I feel like I did. Like it, oh, it, it turned out about how I wanted it to be, you know, and how I expected it to be. And it made me so happy. I always talk about how proud I am of that book. You know, I love them all, but that one for sure is my favorite because I think I, I did the best on that one. Nice. <laughs> like in terms of fulfillment. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say Tenoch is one of your favorite characters to write then? Yes, but I think my favorite overall is like Abel. He's the one that's had the biggest development through all of the books. I love writing Thanoch and, and he has a very interesting like dynamic with Abel, you know, 
it's kind of like a, a cornerstone of, of the of the most recent two books and but yeah overall I think Abel's my favorite character I always say that because I have so much fun he's had so much development and those right. are always the funnest characters right well he started off as a 10 year old yeah. and then over the books he's gone so much older and things so you could see that growth like once we reach Gandhi, Isabel is like 19 years old you know like we're 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 over here like jumping around and he's getting older it's like I don't know. It's interesting. He he probably has been the one to change the most because we saw him as a child. He's probably had the most development and that's tons of fun, you know, <laughs> just like getting to follow that. Well, I love following family saga. Mm-hmm. I love following siblings, dynamics, things like this, especially going through something together, something familiar with each other. So Luis, where can we get your books? You can get my books on Amazon if you type in like Edmanos Luis Preto, L-U-I-S-P-R-I-E-T-O. They'll show up and and you can find them on there. Yeah, they're all available on Amazon. Uh, my poetry collection, the three Edmanos books. Yeah, there, check them out. <laughs> and your TikTok, of course. Oh, and my TikTok, which is Louis P underscore writes, L-O-U-I-E-P underscore and then writes, you know, uh, W-R-I-T-E-S. Same on Instagram too. Well, I want to say thank you for being here because this is this is fascinating. I love book series like this, especially sibling stuff and and going through something really tragic like losing their mother. There's a lot of heart into that and there's a lot of emotional, I'm sure, writing process and to that. But do you have any last minute thing you want to tell us before we go today? I'm working on a script for the Noche des Brothers, you know, so I got like oh, a movie cool. going on. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm always updating on that. Like I said, same as the TikTok. So yeah, just keep an eye on me because I'm I'm trying, you know, I'm trying different things. And we are, <laughs> we're standing right behind you for it. We're excited thank about you. this. Thank you. Well, I'm gonna let you go, Luis. All right, thank you. Thank you for getting us into this glimpse of the world that you've built, especially among the four brothers instead of just the three brothers. Oh, before we go, is there any like romance part into these books? Just wondering. There's a little bit. There's a little bit like crushes. Little, yeah, <laughs> especially. There's more crushing crushes, romance stuff, and it picks up back again in Gandhi's a little bit. The Nochenes brothers is a little light on the romance, I'd say, but the books one and three have a little bit. Good to know. Good to know. I just wanted to ask. <laughs> well, thank you for today. And we look forward, or I definitely look forward into your book four and beyond what you're going to do or the next poetry book. So, but thank you. We'll talk to you later, Elise. Thank you for having me. Hey, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. Please continue to support indie authors and indie bookstores. And if you would love to support Tell Me About Your Book podcast, you can certainly do so by going to buymeacoffee.com slash tellmepodcast, where just for a price of a coffee, you can support monthly for just $5. There's other tiers too in the memberships, and you can look at all the info about it, and I would certainly, certainly appreciate it. And of course, there's the other podcast, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where Caddy and I talk all things book. And about her cats, too. See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye.